Good day. What is going on? Welcome back to the Cox Talks podcast. A little bit late. A little bit late. Fucking get off my case. All right. I got shit to do. I'm a busy guy. I do this podcast for fun. I don't get paid for it. S my D. All right. Big show today. Long show today. Longer than usual. Jesus Christ. We might... We might actually touch two hours today. I hope I can keep you entertained for that long. I'll try to keep it under two hours, but fuck. We'll see what happens. I've finally got a fan question. I've got a hero cookie of the week. And I've got a guest. And the guest, I don't know. Here's the thing about my guest. I didn't realize the guy is such a fucking windbag, okay? Uh, Mark McLean. A buddy, uh, well, he's not even a buddy. I found him on Twitter. He's a Twitter guy. He's an agricultural Twitter guy that a lot of us farmers here in Ontario and across the across North America actually follow because he's just, um, well, let's put it this way. His give a fuck is broke off. He doesn't care what he says. He doesn't care what people think about him. He loves to fucking smash alcohol. Uh, and he's just a good time guy, and you know this is kind of going on with the theme we've had for the for the last episode, anyways. Um, guys, you just want to sit down and have a beer with, okay? So I started following Mark's uh, Twitter handle. Uh, his Twitter handle is at mdmclean1 uh, on Twitter. There, I started following him years ago, and you know what? Like I said, the guy provides some entertainment, and a lot of people within the ag world said, "Hey, Coxie, why don't you get Mark McLean on the podcast? I think he'd be really good." So. This being the uh, the people's champ of podcasts, I decided to get Mark on. I hey, I think things went well. I think there's going to be some good laughs there, some good entertainment there. I think there's going to be more entertainment there if you're somebody that follows Mark on Twitter. But I guess we'll see. We had some laughs. We had some good times. I think we had some interesting topics. We we covered a lot of ground uh, last night in the uh, in. I'm not even going to call it an interview. It was more of a discussion, really. Just two guys shooting the shit, like I said. Guy I'd like to sit down and, and uh, have a beer with. Yeah, so that's today's guest. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, fan question. I'm going to get to this fan question right off the bat, actually. It's the first fan question ever here for the Cox Talks podcast. So, yeah. So, Corey from Ontario. Corey is from Ontario, and he says, Hey, Trevor, listen to your podcast. Love the podcast. You come up with some funny shit. You claim that you're a farmer. You cl- you claim that you're a farmer and that you milk cows for a living and drive tractors. Why not bring on more farm topics? Us farmers here that listen to your show would love to hear some actual real holy fuck. Some real interesting to- agricultural related topics on your show. I think it would I think you would do well with it. Okay, Corey. Here's the thing. If you actually listen to the podcast, you would know that I don't okay, I, I don't pigeonhole myself to one topic. So that's that's one thing. The next thing is um No, you know what? And I and but back to my guest, I don't want to talk farm. I don't want to talk farming. I will sprinkle some I will sprinkle some ag talk into my podcast. But here's the thing. I'm a farmer. I'm a dairy farmer. I chose this profession on my own, so I'm not looking for sympathy, but I work way too much as a farmer. I'm always fucking working. Again, my choice. I chose a profession. I'm not looking for sympathy. All I do is fucking work, 
Okay? And this podcast is a little bit of an escape for me. So the last thing I want to do is when I get an escape from work is talk about fucking work. Farmers are the only people I know that can go to work all day, come home, talk to their talk to their wife about farming, go out and visit friends and talk about farming, and they just they do it nonstop. And that's that's fine to most people that do. Okay? I'm not a farmer who eats, breathes, lives and sleeps farming. Okay? I like to go to the city. I like to wear nice clothes. I like to go to nice restaurants. I like to go on vacations too. I don't need to talk farming all the time. This podcast, like I said, is a nice break from me. I don't come home and research about farming, new farming practices, farming business practices, all that shit. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm a shitty farmer because I don't eat, breathe, and sleep farming. But the reason I don't take on full hardcore ag topics on this podcast, Corey, is because I just don't want to. Again, I don't, this is a break for me. And if I'm going to do something, I usually go at it full steam. So I'm not going to half-ass an ag topic, okay? And I like this podcast where it's at now. I like the fact that people can just turn it on. Uh, It's white noise for them in the background. They can get out of their car, pump a tank of gas, get back in while the podcast, and they don't miss anything. Some of these agricultural podcasts, some of these business podcasts, nutrition, whatever it is, you really got to dial yourself into those. You really got to sit down and focus if you're actually going to learn something. And you know what? I find those podcasts more fucking mind-numbing than than my own and uh, to some of the other podcasts I listen to. Um, I, I want this podcast to be a podcast where, and I've said this before, people can sit down and shut their fucking brains off have a couple laughs, get a couple smiles, a couple giggles, a couple, holy fuck, what did he just say? So I'm not going to go down that path. Like I said, I will have I will have ag guests and I will have ag-related um, brief instances within my podcast, but no, I'm not, I'm not climbing into like a full-time, and I don't, I don't think that's what you mean either, Corey. I'm not, I'm not climbing into a full-time ag podcast, okay? I just, it's like I said, Podcast is a break for me. I like farming. I don't love it. And maybe that makes me, again, maybe that makes me a bad farmer. But there's more to life out there. Okay? And I feel that the older generation of farmers out there, guys like like my dad, for instance, there's more to life than farming out there. And actually, you know what? Get out, experience some of the other things that life has to offer. Okay? And maybe you can come back to the farm with with new and fresh ideas and some recharged batteries and so on and so forth. So if I'm a shitty farmer because of it, so be it. That's where I stand on that. But Corey, listen, I do appreciate the fan question. You're my first ever fan question here on the Cox Talks podcast. So thanks for that. Also wanted to take a moment to, uh, so I couldn't figure out why I was being listened to down in Texas. Turns out, and I, 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 uh, a Nova Scotian who is now living down, and I'm sorry, I, I hope you're listening, I'm sorry, he's living down in North Texas, and uh, he was, uh, my podcast was handed off to him by a dairy farming buddy down in Nova Scotia, so uh, yeah, there we go, that's how I got to North Texas, and the Singapore one, I found out who was listening in Singapore, it's a, it's a friend of mine, actually, um, actually, it's a friend of my better halves who lives in Singapore, so not that any of you fucking care, but hey, the Cox Talks podcast is in Singapore, so suck on that. 
Hero Cookie of the Week. This week's Hero Cookie of the Week comes to us from Tyler Staley. You've heard me mention Tyler Staley. He's a, a good old boy from out there in Alberta. Hot wife. Oh, my God. Smoke show. She always used to make eyes at me, but that's part of the reason I had to move home from Alberta because she wanted me so bad because uh, I'm such a fucking stud. Anyways, Staley says the hero cookie this week, he'd like to nominate those who drive in the hammer lane doing the speed limit with no one in front of them tapping their brake lights at every slight bend in the road. If you're that shitty of a driver, get off the QE2 or at least move over to the granny lane. Hey, Tyler, fuck. I hear you. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, the QE2 is basically the main artery through Alberta. runs from fucking Edmonton to Fort McLeod, I think, north to south. But this, this translates on every highway, right? So the hammer lane, that's a fast lane, okay? If you're one of these gets in the hammer lane and, yeah, you just poke along like a fucking loser, you should have your license revoked, okay? That lane is to pull out and and pass people, put your foot into it, make up some time, drive like a lunatic while you're with your knees while you're trying to smash back a teen burger from AW. That's what that lane is for. Okay? It's not out there for some sightseeing, okay? And I what's one thing I didn't know actually, and I was pointed this out to me by a former York region York region cop, was that you actually aren't supposed to stay in the fast lane for like your the entire duration of your trip. I was unaware of that until he pointed it out to me. But yeah, Hero Cookie, if you're... Get over, for fuck's sakes. In some places on the QE2, there's two lanes. So get in the fucking... Get in the goddamn right lane. Stop slowing up traffic. That drive from Edmonton to Calgary or Calgary to to um, uh, Lethbridge is bad enough as it is. Try fucking doing her hungover too. Woo! You don't need some little fucking grandpa that can barely see over the fucking steering wheel okay or some karen driving along in the fast lane poking along at her own fucking clip because she's got nothing but time on her hands okay some people actually have places to go and shit to get done so get over if you're a loser that drives slow in the hammer lane as staley calls it you get this week's hero cookie of the week also from tyler staley Little uh, little heartfelt message here from him. He uh, he'd like to sit down for a beer with me, Staley. I believe we had a couple beers together out in Alberta, but I can assure you we did not have enough beers together. You seem like my kind of guy, but again, I got to tell you, your wife was always flashing those eyes at me, so I couldn't stick around very long. But I'd love to have a fucking beer with you too, Staley. Maybe get into some old Milwaukee's, hey, hey. After I uh, got done dancing you at the blue line every time when you were playing for the Bushmen there. And the stubble jumpers used to take you guys out back and slap you around like redheaded stepchildren. I think we had a couple beers after those games. But like I said, not enough. I love it. I appreciate it, Staley. I'd love to have some beers with you too. Tyler Staley would also like to have some beers with Corblund. Now, Corblund, uh, <laughs> Corblund is fucking, he's a great country and western artist is that what you'd call him country and western i think so used to see corblund corblund is nice because he's a man of the people just like me he still plays a lot of small venues and small towns and, and and small rodeos and fall fairs and things like that uh he remembers where he came from right he's been, he's been very successful i think he's got a lot of road stories and i think he's a pretty deep thinker too actually and he comes from a ranching background 
So, you know, sitting down with Corblund, I don't think would be a bad thing. Now, I don't think, I don't know. I'm sure he would because I'm sure he doesn't remember this, but I tried to fight Corblund one time outside of a bar in Calgary. I'd gone to a, a concert, a Corblund concert at the Whiskey in downtown Calgary. And uh, I was there with some friends and there was this girl there that I was trying to date. I'm not I'm not going to name names. But uh, I was trying to date her. She was pretty hot. She was I had no business trying to go after her. Let's put it this way, she was a model for Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> Imagine that, Monster Energy drinks. Anyways, so Corb had uh, been up on stage doing his piece and he left and he was the only guy in in the building that was allowed to have a beer bottle. So he actually had a cup holder on the side of his microphone stand where he would set his beer while he was playing his set. And I remember this. He was drinking Big Rock Grasshopper. So if you're if you're a Western Canadian, you know all about Big Rock beer and you probably know all about Grasshopper. Well, anyways, he left the stage and he left his beer bottle sitting in the, in the cup holder. Well, I was right up at the front row of the stage. So I jumped up, pulled the beer bottle out of his uh, cup holder. And I, there was still like three quarters of a beer there. So I was drinking his beer or whatever. Well, he comes back out on stage for uh, for an encore. And he walks up to the microphone and he goes to grab his beer and it's gone. And so I'm standing there, front row, front center, drinking this bottle of Big Rock Grasshopper. And he just looks at me. He's like, that's my beer. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck. You left it sitting there and I didn't want to pay for another one. So I, so I grabbed it. And I kind of trotted off and that was really the end of it. And... Um, Proceeded to get quite inebriated and uh, and put his bottle. I had his bottle in my back pocket of my jeans. Well, long story short, the girl I was trying to date, I ended up puking all over her feet on the dance floor. So there's a big time crash and burn there. Got kicked out of the bar and was waiting out front for my friends to uh, come out after the concert. And uh, actually, Corblund came out first. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Corb, 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 buddy, Corb, sign my bottle, sign my bottle. And he looks at me and he's like, I'm not fucking signing your bottle. You stole that from me. You stole my beer. I'm not signing the beer bottle. And I'm like, come on, just sign the bottle. Don't be such a fucking baby. He's like, I don't have a fucking Sharpie, man. Like, leave me alone. The guy was just trying to get to his tour bus, right? And here's drunk Coxie just hanging off him. Fucking come on, sign my bottle. So he kind of just brushed me off. Well, I started to get pissed, and I was chirping on him. You fucking, you call yourself a country superstar, and you won't sign me a beer bottle in your hometown of Calgary, Alberta, which I don't even know if it's his hometown or not. And I'm like, why don't you just fight me, Corb? Let's go. Let's fucking go right here. I'll tell you what, if I beat you up, you gotta sign my bottle. And he just took one look at me and laughed and got on his tour bus. And I was like, God, fuck. Pussy. Fucking pussy, Corblun. But I will say this. In real life, Corblun is a pretty big fucking guy. Okay? He's got a big old set of mitts. He's got long fucking arms. Okay, take a good look at the guy if you ever see him in public. He's got long fucking arms. I think he would have just strung me out and just fucking played the piano on my teeth for about five minutes. So that's my, uh, I don't know if Corblund would sit down and have a beer with me or not. So so there you go. There's there's some there's some original Cox Talks data, uh, not data, fuck smart there. Some Cox Talks, original Cox Talks topics there for you. We had the Hero Cookie. We had people to sit down and have a beer with. 
Um, wait, a fan question. First fan question. Now we're going to get into the guests. We're going to bring the guest on, Mark McLean. And remember, um, no, fuck it. Don't remember. Just listen to it. Just listen to the conversation. I think it's entertaining. If you don't, I don't really give a shit. Fuck it. And uh, yeah, here we go. Mark McLean on the Cox Talks podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say this is the people's champ of the podcast world, the Cox Talks podcast. I like to give the people what they want. And a lot of people have come to me and said that they wanted this unit on the podcast. So without further ado, of Twitter fame and to feed my ginger fetish, Mr. Mark McLean. Mark, how are you this evening? We're doing well. Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually into the rum, rum and Pepsi tonight now because we've, we've had an, an afternoon of beer. We've got the ice rink laid out tonight and, uh, we're hoping to get it finished up tomorrow before we get some, some cold weather so we can get it frozen. Well, I actually did notice on Twitter, um, because you live on Twitter, which is fine. I, I am there. That's my, that is my place. That's my only place. You were, you were sucking on us on a very nice old vienna this afternoon you don't see many you and jason lennox and myself are like the only three guys that enjoy the sweet nectar that is old vienna so you're a hockey guy i have a question do you have an old vienna hockey bag i did and i think it got lost because what we we had an old vienna hockey bag which my men's league team used as our sweater bag and I mean, that was 16 years ago. Our My men's league team has seen a lot of shit since then. It's probably in a Motel 6 somewhere. Someone probably used it as payment for a $10 hooker. <laughs> you, you you talk about the Motel 6. we got a tournament coming up in January. And how I've been in charge of this this tournament that we're taking, the, the U11. They call it U11. Now, do you know what U11 means? Uh, I should, but is that like, so would that be like minor Adam? Adam, like, or mate, I don't know. It's Adam. Adam, it's Rep. Adam. we're heading yeah. down to Port Colburn, play a tournament. We're going to lay a spanking on the city kids. And that's what we're up to. And that's why we come into downtown. Hopefully, hopefully we can get there and get that done. And I'm in charge of the hotel room. And for some reason, the only hotel I could find is a motel six. <laughs> and when the rest of the team's like a motel six, what are we going to do at a motel six? And I said, you know what the best part about a motel six is, is it's got to be one star better than a five. And they're like, <laughs> nobody agreed with me on that one, but I'm thinking for the $99 a night, I said, they're not going to kick us out for doing what we do. And they're likely going to be a good time. So we'll hopefully see what happens with the motel six and maybe I'll find your OV bag there. So, but <laughs> the same way, the OV bag was like a rite of passage back in the day. When you were a kid going into a hockey arena or a baseball diamond or anywhere and you seen somebody carrying the OV bag, you know those people were into it. Those guys were professionals, and that was what it was all about. So you know they, what? The only place you can find OV, and the reason why i drinking OV today, we were into Lucknow, big, big city of Lucknow, into the CBO, and they have OV, they have the no-name beer, and they have like that's just your place. You you drink what you can find at your local LCBO. If I went into Godridge, 
You've got the 48 foot long wall full of all the craft beers that I know you love. <laughs> you got fun. your blueberry lager. You've got your strawberry singers. You've got all that delicious stuff that I know you drink that nobody ever notices, but you drink that stuff and you got all that stuff. When I go into Lucknow, you've got three craft beers, which really aren't craft, but I, I put Bud Light in the craft beer beer line okay. because I don't drink that stuff. Like it's just, well, it, Bud Light and Coors Light. And you you give the, the Bud Light guys, you gave them like 10 minutes of airtime the other day in your podcast. And I don't even think I would have given that much time. I can't. Bud Light is, yeah, it's the water of beer. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to oh, wake up fuck. in the morning? You're like, I think I'll have a beer. I, I'll have a water. I'll have a water. Give me some Bud Waters. Bring the Bud Waters over. We'll drink that. Whatever. You know what, though, Mark? That's... Not not everybody's a fucking raging alcoholic like you are. Well, so I'd like to classify it as a functioning <laughs> alcoholic. Okay? There's some people there, that there just is a big difference. Habit. There's, There's a, a big, big difference. difference. There's some people that get up and they're like, we need to get into that and we need to start that. And we need a certain, you know, octane level to, to function the day. And I wouldn't, I, I was thinking about it today as I was going to sit down and talk to you. Is this guy going to think I'm an alcoholic or am I just a functioning alcoholic that has to go with it? It's, they're, they're, it's, it's worse than it was, I believe. And <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's an OV. I, I got, I got the, I got the whole right here. See it? That's, that's unreal. That's, that's amazing. That's the way we handle it here where I come from. It's right there beside when I want one, I can have one. I can, Am see, I you, I can see you being one of those losers that gets like one of those OV cowboy hats. It's made out of the beer box and wearing it at the beach. Do we, do With- we have a second for me? I think, I think <laughs> I have, I have a beer box cowboy hat. Of course you I want to say, say it's a, it's, Oh, uh, it's not a maximum ice. It might be a Ooh. Molson dry, a Molson dry. <laughs> it's a Molson dry. Okay. So, so, so I want to, I want to interview you a little bit right now. And I want to be like, nobody's, how old are you? How, like, where are you in this side of it? You're talking about the Bud Lights and the, I'm so old. I lost my virginity. We had the one fucking classroom and stuff like that and I, I i was banging the teacher like like what what are you like like 60 70 okay 40? well fuck how old do how old do you think i am i'm looking at you right now you're wearing is that a, is that a is like i'm almost trying to figure out what that hat is and it's a it, it's a milwaukee uh, brewers hat do you remember when there was molson m do you remember that the like the micro bubble shit no do you remember that stuff no, I Do don't. Went out like that? Oh. No, there was like that's what I thought that hat was. It was no, a, this a Molson, a Molson M, Molson M. Google it right now. Pull the phone this, up. Get the Molson this M is out. um this is a Milwaukee Brewers hat. But back to the question at hand: How old do you fucking think I am? You gotta be. You have to be somewhere around my age. You gotta be. But you you talk like in your podcast, like you're like you're fifty five. I've been around for a long time, but you don't. I'm seeing you visually. People on the podcast can't see you visually, but I can see you visually right now. And and as for a guy hanging out by himself in his basement talking into a big cock like that, like <laughs> you, you don't look that terrible. But <laughs> I did, um okay, so I'm 38. Oh, so like I'm fucking older together. I'm way yeah, I'm older than you. But here's the thing. I am slowly coming to realize. I thought a lot of my uh, audience 
was a lot younger than me. I'm talking, and actually I do have a lot of audience that's early 20s. So when you're in your early 20s, the guy that's pushing 40 is old as fuck. So that's kind of why I relay that message a little bit. Dungan and Dan. So we, we know Dungan and Dan on Twitter. Dungan and Dan is my brother's age. My brother's seven years older than me. They're in their 40s. I hang out with Dungan and Dan more than I hang out with a lot of my other friends from my age group. Dungan and Dan is, is uh, 42, 40. I think he just turned 42 the other day, but an unbelievable beauty to hang out with. I've been to more places that we shouldn't have been with that guy. And he's mm-hmm. a beauty. I would go with him anytime, anytime. So, yeah. So when we talk about your age and how are you've been and what you've seen, do you like, and your beer, like, do you remember Lucky Logger back in the day? Yes. Yes. Like I, you, you, you classified Bud Light for 40 minutes their day in a podcast. And I'm really thinking upset. to myself, you're really I'm upset. Like, over I, I am upset. Like if this guy was my age, like when we were in high school, we Lucky Logger. We drank uh, Lakeport, Maker a Laker, it's a buck of beer. Of course, that's what we drank because it was a dollar a beer. I still have the 1.89 liter bottles of, uh, what was that? That was like, oh, they were, it was like 7% alcohol, but, and that's why we bought it. It was like a buck a bottle for like instant drunk. Yeah. And that's why we bought that stuff. And you're talking about, oh, well, if you drink Bud Light, that's just what you drink on Saturday afternoon. I'm like, I had to Google where Uxbridge was, and I'm like, <laughs> east of Toronto, kind of like, might as well be Toronto. Oh, but yeah, I'm like, oh, the, where is this guy? Oh. Like, like, you should be. I thought you'd be a Laker guy. I thought you're like, we can drive to the brewery from here. That was before brewery tours were cool. You could go to, you could go to Lakeport, like right at the lake there, where the, where the. the oh, I know the, where it is. Yeah, you could go down there. You could buy right off. The, that was the first place you could ever do that shit and well, buy I, it for a buck. Of- in college, I actually I went to college in Welland. So when you speak Port Colburn, I know that whole area quite I well. Your, I thought I seen your picture on the wall at the Sundowner. Yeah, you you're, you're no, not allowed anymore. The Sundowners was too rich for me. I was always next door at Seductions, and that was a strip club where, they, where like the girls that girls that weren't hot enough for the downer they yeah, they the were Seductions, or they were that's, on their they were on their week off. They had to that, go yeah, next door. That's yeah, where they were, or they were seven months pregnant. That's where yeah, I hung out. Right. Yeah, and then you never you never ventured down that that long patio walkway just besides Seductions. You went to that house. That was just off the bay there. Never and heard of like, it. I don't know what place back there. I don't Never know. know. Didn't even know there was they're anything back the there. And the lights on back there. I don't know what they're doing yeah. back there. With the spa <laughs> sign flashing. That's in the spa, window. yeah. I was spa. like, massage. Massage. Spa. Massage. Spa. massage. Yeah. You know what? I can, I've had 40 beers today. I could really go for a massage. And my, my back's a little tight. <laughs> yes. But anyways, back to the story. One of the guys I hung out with at college. He used to work at the Lakeport Brewery and he used to bring home all the damaged cases because they couldn't sell them. So through college, we drank a shit ton of Lakeport honey. Like all the honey, which was uh, which I think was the original dollar a beer, which then came with uh, then Lucky jumped on board and then the Lakeport light. And I'm just kind of, you know what? I'm just kind of done with Lakeport. I just, you know, you drink enough of it. The Lakeport honey, you drink enough of it. It's just, ugh, you no burnt thanks. yourself out. You burnt yourself yeah. out on it at an early age. And, yeah. and, and, and like, so where we are here, 
Bush Light. Like, and, and I don't, I can't remember when Bush Light came onto the scene. Bush Light was not a beer in high school for us. And no. I still can't remember where Bush Light come onto the scene. Like, no, where, did that, where did it come from? Here, okay, so here's the thing with Bush. And you know what? Actually, we're way off where I thought we were going to go with this fucking interview, but no, that's no, okay. I, I, no, I'm down with it. Ready. I hope you're ready for all night. Like, we're here. I, oh, fuck. This should be good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm good with it. But the the whole, it's like the whole, it's like the Bud Light thing. So, have you ever seen these guys? They're all over social media. They call themselves, or it's one guy. It's like the, he does all this uh, social media oh, shit. And he's the, called the, 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 the You Betcha. The You Betcha guy. He, Actually, I haven't seen him in a while, but yeah, yeah. He, he he and his friends have almost single-handedly made Bud Light, or pardon me, Bush Light popular by calling them Bush Lattes. And all these Bush. fucking, all these cement heads around, profile Bush drinkers, Bush is the best, Bush, Bush Light is the best. No, you just say that because these guys on social media made it popular. If they didn't see it on social media, they'd never drink it unless, unless, they were NASCAR fans. NASCAR fans love Bush beer. That is a scientific fact. Okay. 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 I, how I got out of the Bush light was my father-in-law and I've like, I've been married for 13 years. I think I've been with the woman for 20 some bucks. I don't even know. I, I attacked her young and I corrupted her early. And that way I could, I could sculpt her to where I needed her to be today. And, and, and she knows that. And she's here. But anyway, her dad was a Bush Light guy. And that's where I got onto. After I stole beer from him and everything else, I like the Bush Light. So Bush Light would be my number one beer. And, and OV, which I picked up yesterday after one of the kids' hockey games, is a treat. And, and that's a Christmas treat I had, you know, last night into today. And, uh, and, and, and I drink the all the craft shit. Yes, I drink all of it, every oh, one of them. Fuck. But, <laughs> but you're. <laughs> I I don't see how. Like you're not you're not wearing a floppy toque and a plaid jacket. And now I can't see your feet. I don't. Maybe you have. Maybe you have a toe ring. With what do you Cowbell think that tastes like? Days. Shit, cowbell <laughs> hazy days. What do I think? It, I think it tastes like shit, Mark. One of my favoriteest. And, and you forget that beer is also a meal replacement. We have all this other shit that you can buy for meal replacements now. Like, uh, what, what do the old people drink? What's that? Insure. Stuff? Insure. 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 <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Instead of having an insure, let's have a cowbell hazy day. Okay. We'll have that as a meal replacement today. And we'll have, we'll eat one or two meals a day and we'll be fine. We'll be good to go. Okay. okay that's so just, that's where I'm at it. So because we like to profile people based on the beer they drink, like I said to you today, like a Carling drinker, guaranteed domestic abuse charge and a DUI profile and take yourself out of the equation profile for me, a Bush drinker or a Bush light. I guess they fall. They're one in the same, essentially. They are, but they are different. I will agree. If you get a guy that is a pure heavy drinker, and that's all he'll drink. You give him a bush light. He's like, no, I got a bush heavy. And that's what I'm taking to town. He is probably not showered today. No. And he might no. not shower tomorrow. And he's, you know what? He's, he's got the, he's got the cool beside him. He's also the guy that's brought, he calls it a lunch. He's brought it. And you look at his cooler and it's just, it's not 15, 18 beers he's brought with him. 
and they're not just the small ones. They're the tall cans. And he's got ice. He's got ice on it. See, I don't take, I've gotten to the age or the laziness or something where I don't even give a shit if my beer is on ice anymore. I just want, yeah, I hear, you know, I couldn't be bothered. I got all the three kids out the door. The wife's mad. Everything's I got as long as I have the case, if I got the case in my hand, and I've got the beers. I'm cool. If they're cold, I don't give a shit. If they're warm, whatever, we'll deal with it. We're going to get, we'll get through it. But that guy that drinks the bush heavy, he's going to have ample and those ice cubes that are like half moon shape, you know? Oh yeah. And yeah. He, they're gonna yeah. Be there. yeah. Those were, I don't even know where you get them, but anyway, he puts them in there and he's going to be there. And you're, he's also going to be the guy that's going to have 18 beers. He's going to drink 15 of them. And if you happen to show up or he, and he's like, that's Benny to give to you. He's not going to give you a bush because he just can't. He just can't spare his 18 because he's he needs them all. The bush light drinker, the bush light drinker, I want to say, is a little better than the Bud Light drinker because I'm a bush light drinker and I feel that I'm better than a Bud Light drinker. As you sit here and sip on your lady, oh, Bud Light, yeah, your Bud Light there, that is terrible. And I will, that is a nice, easy drinking beer. But the problem with it is it gives me gas it's oh. it's 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 it gives me the gas what? why does okay. bush light not i don't know but anyway i can't drink it so i drink the bush light the bush light guy he's your he's my father-in-law he's the bricklayer he's the tile guy he's the he's the he's the everyday hard-working guy he's gonna drink four beers at lunch and go to work for three hours in the afternoon shut her down and drink another 20 okay that's why there's 24 beers right you got three beers for lunch, 20 after, and then you got one to have for breakfast in the morning. Okay. That's 24 beers. That's, that's, that's fa- and, and usually I'm guessing too the bush drinker or the bush. You like, you only see your wife during meals, right? You come in, you get fed and you return to the garage or the deck or the buddy's garage down the street, or you're washing the tire marks off your driveway or something fucking stupid like that. Right. He's the one washing the tire marks off the driveway. I will, I will admit to that. She's the one that is not excited about that at all. And as you know, you should know, if she's not happy, I'm not happy. I, so I, I don't know. Are, are we getting into the tire? Are we getting the tire marks on the? We might as well just. I don't even know what we're into for on this podcast for time. And you're going to edit it to where you need to edit it. But anyway, let's get right into the driveway and put that one to bed. Well, just okay, but just let's before we get into the fucking tire thing, okay, let's let's fucking like I did like you're bringing the heat and I I appreciate it. Let's talk about just quickly. Let's we've been going on for ten minutes here. Nobody even knows who the fuck you are. So, well, seventy seven percent of my listeners don't know who you are. So wait, 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 dip, dip, dip. Shut your mouth. What? Give us a little background on who the fuck is Mark McLean. Tell us. I have, so um, I I wrote you. I was sitting on the shitter this morning writing you an email for 25 minutes. And I need to be the guy that introduces me. Is that what you're saying? Okay, I'll introduce you. You're a 36-year-old ginger farmer. Oh, sorry. No, you're not a farmer. From exactly. Port Albert, Ontario. You're not a farmer. You're a farm manager. But you're very popular on Twitter, and that's how I tracked you down. You have like 3,500 followers. You are an every, you're ish. (laughs) Sorry. You are an everyday, you're just an everyday dude 
which is what the pod, the Cox Talks podcast is all about. It's everyday people doing everyday shit, whatever. So I invited you on because you seem like a good guy on Twitter. And uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, listeners, this is Mark McLean, a wannabe farmer from Port Albert, Ontario. He's a lot to say. He's a lot like me, a little bit younger. That's okay. Apparently, he's a better human being than I am because he doesn't fucking drink Bud Light. But yeah, this is Mark McLean. So a couple months ago on Twitter, Mark posted a picture. The fucking propane truck came into his driveway, his brand new concrete fucking driveway, and left fucking black tire marks. And the guy was the guy was hot. He was fuming mad. So let explain to us the tire truck because you took a lot of heat for this on Twitter. Oh, that was probably one of the best. So I've been on Twitter for I don't know how many years, and yeah, the few followers I have and. And I do spend a lot of my time on Twitter because I have three kids and a wife and I devote my life to those children and I, and, and everything we have out. So we have to realize I take a lot of flack about my Twitter presence and my <laughs> boss takes a lot of flack about my Twitter presence. Yeah. They always online, do. Well, as online is a, and it's a great escape to what the real world used to be and i used to be the guy that would be in guelph one night i'd be in kitchen i'd be in london the next night at the bar at the bar at the bar i would be everywhere and some people are like well how does your wife put up with that shit that's a good fucking question why she put up with my shit for so long but she's she's still here and and that was why so when i three kids came along oldest one's going to be 11 soon the youngest one's going to be six soon i i i pulled my rain back in i i i i stopped being a dickhead sorry i stopped being i stopped i'm still a dickhead i'm still i just don't do what i used to do so therefore i can go out and i can poke fun at people on the internet because i can do it from my home i can do it here so that's twitter that's where my that's where I relieve myself, I guess you would say, have a good time on there. Just like going to the bar. You go to the bar, and all those people at the bar, I don't go to the bar or sit in the corner and, and drink by myself. I walk up and I see you and I say, Good day, sir. How are you? And you're like, fuck you. And I'm like, nice to see you. And you're like, Did you not hear what I said? And I said, No, I hear what you said, and I like you. And you're like, I don't like you. And I'd be like, and then by the time we're all done, we're either fighting out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Or we're having a good conversation about life. And that's the kind of guy that I am. So the Twitter thing really helped me with that. And I started that, I don't know, maybe 10, not, not even 10 years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was. And, uh, and that's where I, I went with that. So they feel like, oh, I can't believe the guys on Twitter saying this or saying that and saying this. It's like, you're free. I used to have a shirt, a teach back in the day that says, you're entitled to my opinion. And that's what Twitter is. You're entitled to my opinion. And my mom always said, people don't want to hear your opinion. And I said, they're going to love it, mom. They're going to love it, mom. And I think your mom, what's your mom say about you in this podcast? She shakes her head at me. That's it. She just, she she shakes her head. She she doesn't like how often I say fuck, but I'm like Ricky. If I can't, if I can't smoke and swear in court, I am fucked. Right. Wait. Been to court a couple of times, not for me, but for other people. And it was, and I happened to be an accomplice or something or however they name that legally. And when my grandfather, who my eldest child is named after, used to call me fuckstick. 
He was like, you're nothing but a fuck stick. And I said, why am I a fuck stick? He says, because every second word in your mouth is fuck. And I said, and you're saying it just the same. And how do you feel about it? And he just laughed at me. And I said, fuck, if you can't say fuck and enjoy it, what's the point? What, what, why, why are people offended by the word fuck? It's the most universal like, word in the fucking, you can fucking it, use it, it for fucking everything. It's an adjective. It's a noun. It's uh, it's it just, you can yeah. look at that fucking guy. Look at, or fuck this, or you can just be, <laughs> oh, fuck, you know? And it's oh, just, fuck, you yeah. do it, right? And you, yeah. and that's your first podcast. Same thing. I'm like, I relate to this guy because it's the same shit. It's the, that is the most universal word there ever was. It, and yeah, 100%. So that is my Twitter rant, I guess, and why I'm on Twitter. And I took flack over this driveway shit because I, my wife texts me first and she blamed me for driving in the driveway with whatever fucking piece of implement I had I, that home that day. And she's like, did you do this? And I looked at the pictures and I'm like, what, what, what the fuck would I have brought home to back that into there? Like, no, I did not do that. I get home and yeah, it's still bad. It's still out there. It's bad. Whatever. Some people took it a little extreme and they're like, I hope the propane guy fucks your wife and never <laughs> delivers you propane ever again. And, and I'm like, like, what is like, that's what the people were like. And I was like, I sat back and I'm like, I can't believe that people over some black marks on my fucking driveway, which the I've, I've lived here for seven plus years and the propane truck has never backed into my driveway ever, never, ever backed into the driveway. They've always pulled it there. We put it there for a reason. It's on the opposite side of the house where the driveway is. And I was like a little perturbed of to why that happened. And it was like, yeah, so I was, she was mad. And you know how this happy wife, happy life, happy, not unhappy wife into my fucking problem. So I, here I come home. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do about this? And I'm like, <laughs> she was like, how to get rid of it. And I'm like, we can't, we just don't, unless you're going to power wash this shit off. I'm not doing it, but it'll, it'll go away eventually. It's still there today. But if I ever told anybody on Twitter that it's still there today, they'd be like, well, fuck you deserve that shit. You fucking dickwad. And I'd be like, yeah you're right thank you for that yeah you're yeah perfect yeah i like the guy that said on your side of it how what did how did you perceive it like do you have anything nice at yours i you know what i saw it and um i mean i follow you but we haven't i mean we haven't had a lot of engagement on twitter but your abs your abs on twitter fucking offend me like i (laughs) I'm a little put off by you here and I try not to stare at it. I should, I should probably come clean. Well, now that you can see me on zoom, like that's, <laughs> that's, that's Dolph Lundgren. That's, that's not me. I didn't, uh, I didn't know if I, you knew that or not. Well, but. I thought that was just maybe a younger you. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, it could be, could be, it could be, but anyways, but that the whole, so I saw this, I saw that, I saw that you posted like, well, what the fuck are we going to do about this? And there's just black marks all over your driveway. And I looked at it and I was like, is this guy really like you, is this guy really getting that fired up about it? And then I started reading through the comments and I was like, he's taking a lot of shit. Like, I think I'm just going to leave this alone because they're really piling on you. And I couldn't, 
I, a, a, I couldn't believe you were so like you have a fucking driveway and you're mad that there's tire marks on your driveway. It didn't make a lot of sense. Somebody drove on my fucking driveway. I can't believe somebody. Yeah, drove I can't. On like, my oh my god, driveway. the 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 uh, humanity. The humanity. But then, I, but then you, I, I hear you. Like no. I said, then I read the comments and I was like, holy fuck! Like, yeah, the guy that said, yeah, I hope the propane driver fucks your wife. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I just, I mean, that's like, good, but yeah, I'm gonna and leave never it delivers your propane ever again. You used to death this winter, like that was that like. <laughs> Anyway, I was like, what the f-? And the one guy that there was another guy on there too. He was like, there's like chip dying with cancer in the fucking hospital. And you're worried about your fucking driveway. And I'm like, did you just seriously compare my driveway to children with fucking cancer? I'm like, get fucking like, where did that guy come from? What did his day involve? Well, he and- was on Twitter and he's like, Oh, look at this guy fucking complaining about his driveway and there's fucking children dying around the world. I think I should tell him this. It's like, I was like, fuck off. Like, I agreed. But well, here's the other thing. I could sort of I could sort of see that, you know, half your tweet like you were like, yeah, this is kind of a fucking issue. But the other half, you're like, you're kind of sarcastic about it, too. Like you, you, it was a good 50 50. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't pick up on that shit, whether it's Twitter, social media, Insta slam, anything. You're right. You're right. It was bad on the, the, the sarcasm on text message on social media is really tough that way. I guess you're right. But I was just, I, I like after it like took off, I was like, fuck, I just had to put this down, carried on with my life. Like a normal human being. Cause Twitter is a fucking social media. Like I had other things on the go that day and then like come back to it 10 hours later after I got on with my life and I come back and I'm like, look at these fucking, I so saw, I sat on the couch that night till about, I don't know, 1230 had a couple of beers I replied back to all these fucking trolls that were like, <laughs> Oh, you know, like just, just fuck you and your driveway. And I'm like, and, and the best part is I, I looked into where some of these people were from and I'm like, what the fuck does it have anything to do with you in South Central Kansas? But anyway, I'm glad you took the time out of your day to fucking tell me that I'm a moron over my fucking cement driveway and how privileged I am to have a cement driveway. But anyway, white, white I, privilege. It's white. Privilege. Yeah, white, obviously, because it was a white driveway. And uh, and that's, yeah, <laughs> fuck. But it, it pfft, anyway, these, these people, these, anyway, that's right. After After I got tuned in a few times, I was like, and, and, and that's half the problem with having a bunch of followers. Like I do have a following on Twitter and I do have to realize that all those people aren't going to see some of my, uh, some of those ideas that I have the same way and you have to take that criticism. You got to be ready for that criticism. And that comes back to anything I post on Twitter. If I post a picture of, three nice fucking tractors on Twitter. Somebody's going to be like, look at this fucking BTO out there. Look at him with all his fucking shiny green equipment. Like what a dick wad. And it's like, uh, go fuck yourself. Go talk, <laughs> kiss your mom and, and, and go beat off someplace else. It's, and that's, it's like, true. That's, that's the way it is. And that's the way it is. So H- haters, go get, haters going to hate. Yeah. Haters yeah, going to hate. It's kind of like you. And, and I should, I should really razz on you about my hard butter right now, because like I was oh, trying to butter fuck. some toast earlier. And then. 
You know what I say to you? Switch the fucking margarine, then. I don't give I, a fuck. No, just like, fucking take it, whatever. I don't give yeah, a fuck like, about your what pot of butter you're going to use. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like one one household switching to canola or canola oil margarine is not does not change my what, fucking day. You mean canola oil with has palm oil in it? Oh, wait. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't that. even know oh. anymore. And you know what? I don't. And I like. I'm a dairy farmer. I don't engage in supply management arguments. I don't engage in that whole uh, hard butter gate and that type of shit because I fucking despise cows. I hate them. I've said it on the, I respect them because I respect the monthly paycheck, but I hate the cows. If it was up to me, the cows would have been gone yesterday. So the whole quota that like people love bashing on supply management, right? Oh. What are you? What are you milking it? Are you milking in a parlor? Are you milking in no, a freestyle? We are still. Milking? We are. We milk seventy-five cows in a tie stall barn. Tie stall barn, and that's where yeah. I. That's where I came from, right? Yeah. And I told you that. And so we we, and Holsteins. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you know what I? You know what I was raised on? Probably Brown jerseys. Swiss. Oh, Brown, Brown Swiss. Swiss. No, fuck that. They're fuck the ones that give chocolate milk, milk, right? Brown Swiss. Yeah, the chocolate milk. Yeah, the chocolate milk. The Brown yeah. Swiss. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking like eight feet tall and they eat like 8,000 pounds of fucking feet a day and they give you a half a cup of milk. That's that. And, and they're responsible yeah, for climate change. Done. Yeah, because of course. And they never farted ever. No. But yeah, though, that's what I was raised on was the brown Swiss cows. Okay, that's what my, and we had 75 cows. This is so my grandparents back in the day, 75, they fucking doubled down. They built the silos. They doubled the barn and everything else. They milked 78 cows in a fucking barn before the night, before the nineties happened. And they went into it when they finally, uh, they sold out in 97, I believe is when they sold out, got rid of everything like that, because it was like, how the hell are they going to double down? That was before the quota cap came in and a bunch of other shit went on to it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's a family bad family thing that went on over that way but anyway when you look at that dairy farming side of it you guys got fucked you're 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 um oh the what do you call that the the part that looks after marketing your milk and stuff like that i'm in the chicken business now with who i work for now and those people are going balls deep they're like we're gonna make chicken fingers we're going to make chicken bacon we're going to make everything we can make out of chicken and dairies over here we got we got chocolate milk you <laughs> like chocolate milk yeah. and you're like yeah yeah thanks yeah nestle quick had that fucking years ago okay we could put it in the, somebody had the thing the tin you pop the tin off with the knife oh, yeah. years ago and you mix it into the fucking milk and then what else you do with milk what else you do with fucking milk you can't yogurt and cheese that's that's it right i fucking love cheese but anyway, it looks cheese. like you love cheese. I'm just, I do fucking love cheese. I do. Maybe again, lay off I, the cheese. Yeah. Well, fuck that. <laughs> Nobody I'm can cheese. see you, though, so they don't understand <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's a wide angle lens on the Zoom <laughs> yeah. meeting, I know, but it's uh, it's it's not wide enough. Right. But yeah. And it's it's if people get like that fucking Twitter gets they get fighting and back and forth and all that other shit like that. And it's like. You guys have no fucking idea what's going on in his place or that guy's place or over there. But so you always got to be careful with what you post online. And yeah, that's a, that's a you do. And when it comes to the supply management thing, dairy, dairy, especially everybody's like, I don't know how I don't know how poultry slides under the radar, but everybody always wants to attack the dairy industry. And, and you know, fucking license to print money and blah, blah, blah. Well, then put up a barn. 
if, if so, we're making and, and if we're making so much money in the dairy industry as dairy farmers and it's a license to print money and if we're holding everybody hostage put up a fucking barn yeah go move out get of up the city. at 5 a.m and go move out of the city yeah cow. move yeah, out of the city buy a farm buy some quota start milking cows if it's so Sell fucking your- easy Sell your $3 million, one and a half bedroom fucking condo downtown Toronto and go yeah. fucking buy it. You'll be yeah. fine. You'll go do it. And that's the same with, I, and, and we shouldn't even be talking about this because this fucking podcast is, if, if, if it even hits the air, they're like, you guys are fucking assholes because you shouldn't talk about this shit because this is untalkable stuff in, in the industry. And it's the same thing with the chickens. And we get some fucking neighbors that'll be like, oh, fuck chickens. They're just like printing fucking money. It's like, yeah, yeah, are they? Go, go fucking sell 100 acres, put up a chicken barn and fucking enjoy it. Get up every morning, the chores over Christmas, do the fucking chores, do everything else. All these people are fucking cash crop guys. And if they're fucking combining the corn, doing whatever the fuck they're doing, go now, con- go, go, go put up a fucking barn if it's so fucking easy. Go do it and see what, how that fucking works with you. And it's like, well, they just don't want to do it. We can't do that. Well, they got to go to Arizona for the winter. All these right. and who's gonna look the, out the fucking chickens, the chickens or the cows or the fucking anything like that. Yeah. You can't pick eggs when you're in Arizona. Fucking yeah. people. Anyway. Like the two of us, All the two of us, the two of us are gonna get attacked now on Twitter because yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna because be we like said quota. because we said quota. croppers just go to Arizona or Florida for the winter, right? <laughs> like they stay home for Christmas <laughs> with the family and then they fuck off to wherever. Bora Bora. I'm still trying to get. Like, I'm hoping Sean Shield could come over and do some chores over Christmas for us, just to take the take the you know the speaking break off of speaking of Sean Shill, Shill Chill whatever. Um. Okay. He he wanted to know. Oh fuck! You've heard you've heard the term like a ten and a two, right? A ten and a two. Like a ten, a ten with a two. two. Like a, a ten, ten with, with a two. two or a ten and two. A two a, a ten. Te- a, a ten with a two. Or a ten and a two, not 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 like you're driving. Like a ten is with a two, so like a girl that's a ten is with a two. Yeah. That, that you know, Sean yeah. wants to know how the fuck did you brainwash your wife to stay with you for this long, and how did you land her in the first place? How did I- ten <laughs> so, and a two? She's the ten, so, in case you're wondering. Well, I can't. I'm wondering. I, I was like, thinking okay, she's a 10 did she? She's a twelve. Like, was is is she still paying off that bet that she lost by being married to you? Or <laughs> so, so I I I was writing you that that email about me, which great for reflection on my life because good it's spelling too, really good spelling. There wasn't that's 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 an iPhone. I have an iPhone. It, I hope. I, and you're a spelling guru. Like English was not my first fucking best language ever. Uh, even though I am Scottish or Irish or whatever. But anyway, the wife, the wife, and I told you how I met her. I I got oh yeah, we gotta get into that. I got I got voluntold or or I, I went to sign up for hockey and the hockey guy told me don't bother. So I fucking said, fuck it, I'm out. My mom's like, What? I'm like, I'm out. So then when I they heard I wasn't playing hockey, the ringette coach. You hold fucking it. pervert. You went and played. So ring he's at. like, he's like, he was like, you got to ring it. Can you come play ring? It? We need a goalie. We need, I'm like, do I have to play goalie? He's like, yeah, play goalie, play out, whatever you need to play. And I'm like, I'm in. Okay, I'll play it, whatever. So I didn't like, I was like 15, 14, whatever the fuck Bantam is. And uh, 13, maybe even, I don't even know. So that's fine. We're there. And uh, she was a defenseman and uh, a really Defense poor lady. one at that. Defense lady. Defense lady. Defense lady. And she was yeah. really poor at that. Let me tell you, she couldn't keep out. Uh, so uh, 
I put things in and, uh, and, and we just hit it off. And after that, and I remember snowmobiling, that's a Canadian, like to tour. Once I figured out who she was, I snowmobiled to her house because I didn't have a driver's license. Snowmobile to her house. And her father-in-law still talks about that. Seeing my uh, Arctic cat links parked on the snowbank. I was just going to say, I guarantee you drove an Arctic cat probably with white frame sunglasses too. Didn't you, you loot? Yeah, Fuck. you no. did. You had white frame sunglasses. No I white frame sunglasses. I, I knew I, it. I was a, I w- I was a ski do guy. My brother, they used to call him Ski Wiz because we had a Ski Wiz. <laughs> and I just had this big cat because it was cheap. And it was like, it had like the leopard print seat on it. Oh and the, it was God. pink and green. Oh. And oh, it was beautiful. Oh, my God. It, oh. So that's how I met her in, in, in that way. And, and I will admit, there was a point in time. And women are vicious creatures. Like, just like. Yeah, no shit. Playing ringette, playing ringette was terrible because they were fucking rude. They were terrible. You go out there, stabbed, you would get fucking railed. You would get. Like they didn't give a shit. And if they smelled blood, they were right on you fucking hardcore. But the losses were losses. The wins, like the parties were fucking rocking. It was a good time. We had a great time playing ringette and I loved every minute of it. We were, and ringette wasn't like a league. You had a couple teams you played, but it was only certain towns. So there's a lot of tournaments, right? Tournaments came hotel stays, came like, like boys hockey in Bantam and Pee Wee. Like very rarely you did like the odd silver stick. You did the odd turn, but no stay away tournaments mainly. Right. Yeah. We were doing stay away tournaments. It was rocking. And it was the girls were fucking good times. Anyway, that her. So. No, sorry. Carry on. I get, I got two questions for her, but I'll ask them when you're done talking about your beautiful wife. I'm talking about her, how I met her and how I got her. So right. my parents were like, you're playing ringette. We don't give a shit. You carry on with what you're doing. Life goes on. So I used to stay with her parents in the hotel room. Oh, slime ball. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, how do you pay the rent? How do you pay the rent? You know, <laughs> and sometimes rent, rent, rent needs to be paid. So I paid the rent. And, and, and my father-in-law still talks about this day. Like you fucking little redheaded cocksuck. He calls me the redheaded Dutchman. And I'm by no means Dutch, but anyway, like it was, it was good. And it worked out. And, and, and there were time in high school. I thought I didn't need her. I dumped her. And it wasn't like, it's like two days later, I chased her down the hall and I had to beg for her back and I got her back. And uh, here we are today, three beautiful kids and, and my ugly ass are in this beautiful house. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's. You, I'll give credit where it's due. Like you must have a fucking wrench on you to keep her hanging around. Uh, just it, you work with what you have, and if you don't have, so <laughs> you know what it's like wrenching the proper equipment. Yeah, you you, you make it work. Okay, there's yeah. there's some welded and there's some torching going on, and we're, <laughs> we're we're leveraging what we we're leveraging what we got. I'm not gonna lie, it ain't. I'm Scottish. I I don't. Come I get with it. The biggest wrench in the drawer. I so I get it. Okay. So, so tell Sean, tell Sean, she's the boss, and I try to listen. Okay. I well, try I'm, to listen. I think try. you just told him because Sean is a loyal Cox Talks listener, believe it or is not. He? Yeah, he's a closet. He like some of these guys. Okay, so for those of you listening, some of these some of these people are gonna feel left out, the listeners, but within Twitter, 
especially here in Ontario, and it happens in every province, but there's a small group like ag Twitter is a very small world. So for the listeners out there, I apologize. There's, there's a few name drops going on here, but these are people that are within our little ag Twitter group. I would, I would you not agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it, like, it's a, it's a cult. It's a cult. It is. So Sean, okay. Um, Peter Archer, um, Archer. you know, um, there's a couple others out there. Our closet Cox talks listeners, right? It's like I being a, it's, it's like, it's like being a chubby chaser, right? They love it. They can't get enough of the podcast, but they don't want to admit it to anybody. Right. Well, so code word for them. We'll just call them chubby chasers. Right. Chubby. <laughs> so you don't want well, nice. Actually, your wives aren't chubby fellas. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but um so sean listens to the podcast so he, he's he's gonna hear what you had to say there but that's my, good my question we, for you we've been it, like an hour into this is this gonna be like a two-stage podcast or is this no i like might just run it i might run it for i might i might fucking run it for two hours it's a christmas podcast yeah merry christmas yeah merry, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay two Monica questions <laughs> two yeah. questions keep going let's, let's get into the questions let's we might as well do this What's harder to play net for, ringette or hockey? Oh, fuck. Um, hockey, because you know why? There's a lot of fucking douchebags really they need to get a deep. And and in ringette, it's just girls. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so as a 14, 15-year-old kid that's playing fucking uh, – sorry, a 14 or 15-year-old male that's playing ringette, how like you must? It must have just been a verbal onslaught from the boys. You know is that why? Is that maybe of, why you are the way you are today? Is it like? It was is kind of, it's kind of like social media where I I guess I didn't hear it. I did not hear it. I used to get dressed with the referees, so <laughs> I'd be getting dressed with the referees, and of course there was the odd veteran referee that's like, as I'm in there getting my shit on, he's like, "You're you're playing, you're playing today," and I'm like, "Well." No, I'm just going out for a skate. Like, I don't know. And he's like, so, like, what's it like playing with the girls? Like, well, they're fucking rude and they're rough. And uh, you know what? Nothing wrong with some bumping and grinding out there. And it's, I said, it's all fucking, it's all, everybody likes it. It's, it's all, it's approved. It's approved bumping and grinding. I'm here. I'm here for the game. And they're like, all right, let's get on it. So I played net sometime. There was another girl. Uh, actually, the best part was her last name was Cox. Uh, there was two girls playing the game, Jessica and I'm sorry, I shouldn't say their names, but uh, there was girls. There were both Coxes. Last name were Cox. The one girl was my age. Her sister was a, uh, maybe two years younger. And, uh, and, and so she also played net. So every now and then I get to play out. So when I played out, I had to stick the fucking sharp dagger oh, with a stick yeah. on the end of it. And then I would, oh yeah, like I was, I was not only the goalie, but I was near the top scorer. Near. And uh, it was like, yeah, Near. And you, know, like when you do, you score the goal, you know, go around and you do the Selly when Selly was a, when Selly was, Selly's not allowed anymore, but when you're allowed to Selly and the, like, yay, there was just probably some of the best time of my life. It was, it was just great. Well, yeah. you know and what? Was, Props to you for going and playing ring. Action. And the boys were like, my, the boys. So we had like, that's like when Bantam and all that shit was going on. That was some pretty hog heavy. You know, so they didn't even they didn't even fucking know what I was doing. They didn't know where I was, what I was up to, or care. And so that was fine. I had all the women over here, 
and they were playing all the dick sports over here. That's good for them. They can all wag their old wieners over here. I had all the women over here and I, <laughs> it was fine. I, I did. I mind. Was I going to tell them what was up? No, they good win today, boys. Good way to go. Sailors. Yep. Going. So let's, okay. So let's talk about sticking with uh, the topic of your beautiful bride. Let's talk about you having a stroke before you left for your honeymoon. <laughs> Are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, you kind of cut out there for a minute. I maybe okay. had a stroke. I don't know. Yeah, you, maybe <laughs> you might have. So when I quit hockey, I played ringette, and then I went and played broomball too. So we were playing. Oh yeah, broom fucking ball, love broomball. And then and then fucking broomballs. Like you hockey fucks, no no idea what you have no idea what sports are. Anyway, I got out of that. <clears throat> we were playing. I was playing a men's league team. And uh, so, and I, after I sent you that, I told you that I had that stroke in that time, I'm trying to figure out exactly what all went on with that. So what was I? I was 23, 24, 24, 25, maybe when I had that stroke. And uh, I was working nights driving truck into Hamilton with, uh, we were doing a, a canola flip the into the, uh, into the, what, what was it called there? What's that? Like a bungee in the yep. bungee. I was doing that flip. And so I, I what I would do is I'd get in a truck at seven o'clock at night. I'd head down to uh, Hamilton and I'd run from Lakeport Brewery around the block doing canola. I come back, grab a load of wheat out of uh, at a kitchener, bring it into into the local town to be milled into flour. I go home, sleep for an hour, and go to work. And I would do that four nights a week. And I was just freshly married at that time. I had just rebuilt a house at that time. And I was 20 some years old. We were drinking, partying, going to the bar, having a wee of a time. So I do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. And if I was going to Guelph on Friday night, we were heading to the bar. We were doing whatever. We were just doing those things. I was playing broomball and I was playing broomball. So we were playing broomball in a tournament in Palmerston and uh, we got wrestling. And anyway, I lost kind of control of my right side. Or no shit. Side. Yeah. So anyway, all control. Yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of dragging myself around didn't feel quite right thought i'd go home for a nap had to go to a stag party that night in uh in london did that we were leaving monday morning for el salvador which maybe wasn't a real holiday never, hot spot i've never heard of anybody going to el salvador for a honeymoon for, but any uh, carry my on wife, my wife picked it it was it was an upcoming resort and i was like well, hang on hey, hold on does your wife have a cocaine problem? Isn't there a lot of cocaine in El Salvador? Likely, maybe should, uh, but I. Uh, pff, anyway, no, she, she definitely doesn't. should have a problem, a cocaine problem, being married to you. But <laughs> carry on. So, so anyway, I get home after the stag party, and I'm not right, 100. percent My mom looks at me. She's like, "You are fucked. You've had a stroke." And I'm like, "Sorry." And she's like, "You're fucking. Your eyes drooping. Your lips." Do you speak in my left ear? And I'm like, I can't. Like, and I'm like, and she's like, go to the hospital. So I go to the hospital. Same, the 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 doctor there, she's like, you fucking had a stroke. And this is before every every emergency room had an like a CT. Not they didn't. There was right. like one walker. It was an hour away from us. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm like, I gotta get on a plane Monday morning for my honeymoon. She's like, you get on that plane, your head's gonna explode. You're gonna die. And I'm like, we're not getting on the fucking plane. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. So I tell my wife, I can't, I got to wait, go get a CT scan in the morning. She, you, are you going? She's like, 
we had cancellation insurance and uh fine she's like we had like five other couples going with us so she's like all right i'm like you just go you go so i in the morning i go to the er i go to the fuck i get all the money back from our trip she heads off to el salvador with them and she said yeah she gets to el salvador it was an hour and a half from the airport to the resort armed guard dead people in the street it was not a place you wanted to go for a holiday but anyway i got cleared i didn't have an obstruction I did have a neurological issue, which I got over, but yeah, I missed my honeymoon. So my wife's always telling me how we need to renew our vows. And I'm like, like with the same people. And she's like, yeah, like, like me and you. And I'm like, and then we could do like a, like a second honeymoon. And she's like, yeah, we should, we really should. And I'm like, like with me. And she's, she's still convinced that she wants to do it with me. So I'm, I'm excited when that ever happens. So we've been married now 13, 14 years, 13, 14, maybe 13. What year is it? Yeah, Dude, 13 so, years. I don't know why. I just about said 2007, but fuck. Yeah, it's almost 2022. So, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know many guys that have a stroke at the yeah. age of 20. We'll call it 25 I, for good measure. I quit working the two jobs. I quit. I quit working the two jobs. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I just I just backed off a, a notch on on. Were you ever and, uh, were you ever hard on the darts? Like, did you smoke a lot of darts? No, or no? so so yeah. When I was like seven, and you're gonna be like, what? So my oh, brother's seven. Years what old else is there to do up there? Yeah, my brother's seven years older than me, and I always had an affection with hanging out with my brother's friends more than I wanted to hang out with my own. And so I hang out with this dude and we used to smoke darts all the time. And he would be like 13, 14. And I was seven and I would smoke darts with him stay all the time. Like we'd be hanging out down by the, like by the, uh, in town, we had like the Marina, right. We had the, the salt mine and the grain elders, lots of places to hide, lots of places to do stuff, whatever you want to do. So I'd be smoking darts all the time down there, but then Never, no, and even the smoke and the ganja or anything like that, like in high school, I just never really, I never liked smoking anything. Just was never my fucking tea. Drinking would drink everything, anything. You got some moonshine, you've got something weird. Let's let's have a shot. Let's do a shot and stuff. But smoking, never really. No, I got lung. I got lungs of a ten year old. It's beautiful. Mm, lucky you. I, I actually don't, I actually, like, I'm not a smoker. I love smoking darts, but I'm not a smoker. It's like when you're out with the boys, I bang back a couple darts. And the electric but lettuce. Would, but I would die. I would die. Nah, I think it's fucking sweet. There's nothing cooler than having a fucking dart. Yeah. So but, I'm also, like, if we're, like, if we're, like, in a meeting, I'll sit there with the pen and I'll be, like, I'll just oh, be, like, yeah. pretend. You're, but you're I never that smoke, guy. But I, I'm that guy. I'm that guy that's, like, so you're electric lettuce guy? No, not not a big lettuce? one. I I like I like smoking the ganja, but funny thing about me is uh, you would think I'm Dutch because I'm so fucking cheap when it comes to ganja. I've never bought, I've never carried, I've never sold, but I'm always the guy that finds his way into the circle at a party and like, oh yeah, I'll like, have a I'll have a hit, boys. I'll have a hit. So you're 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 a joint guy or are you like a bong guy? Like there's two different guys. No, I'm I'm a joint guy. I fucking in college I was an anything guy, really. Whatever. Like I'd smoke it through a fucking po- shit, bring it over. I'd smoke yeah. it through a potato if it was offered. Yeah. Um, well, and I could when when they legalized it, 
and I remember seeing it in high school all the time. One of the weirdest things I ever seen was a guy sitting on his front porch on the main street in Godridge with a fucking big bong. And he's just out there on Sunday afternoon, just ripping this big bong. And I'm like, I just, I couldn't bring myself to get the bong out, get the water out, get oh. the, everything out there on the front porch to smoke this bong. A and bong like, is, is so this? much work. It's, it's like, I'm like, what did you, like, that's like me getting the beer and the cooler and the ice in it and bringing it all out and me sitting on the front two steps drinking out of this icy cooler right now. I'm like, I can't, what's wrong with him? Go eat some gummies or, well, or smoke a yeah, J. See, just, just do whatever. Now, because of the laziness, I mean, I, I enjoy the edibles. But the problem with edibles is, and this, I'll never, oh man, I'm like 0 for 4. But every time I, I eat edibles... You. Yeah, but here's the thing. Edibles just take so much longer to kick in, right? So I'll eat an edible, and I'm like, well, I ain't fucking working. Better have another one. And then you eat another one, and the next thing you know, you're you're fucking talking to the squirrel on your shoulder, right? And you're and you're and and I'm having a stroke, and my whole I lose I lose whole control on my right side. Yeah, I'm having a panic attack. And you're not just sure what's going on, and that's so. Yeah. I I'm not. I have enough issues with alcohol that I I. I just can't bring myself to that ease of a good night. So, but not saying I haven't, I've been into the gummies, but I, I trust a good group that helps me into that gummy side of it. And they're like, okay, no, you haven't had this. You just have this little teddy bear ear here. You eat the toe of the fucking gummy bear and that's how you feel in an hour. And, and I've also had an uncle who's like, you eat this, you eat this, that's fine. You eat that whole thing, whatever it was he gave me that time. Next thing you know, I'm in the fucking trees, completely <laughs> fucked out of my brain. And he's like, I just gave him the lightest dose I've ever fucking gave anybody. And I'm fucking just out in fucking left field, no idea where I am. So like, I don't like that idea of it. Like if I'm going to get fucked up, I need to put my mind to it to drink that many beers. When you get into those yeah. gummy bears and all that other shit like that, like, boom. You're fucked in a minute. Well, I had, like, I was at, kicks uh, in. I was at a bar in downtown Whitby one time. Uh, my buddy Whitby was, downtown. my buddy was playing senior hockey for the Dunlops. So we went out with him and his team after the game. And anyways, I was out on the D floor cutting some serious tile. And uh, this guy comes up to me, he offers me that. And I've never met this guy before in my life. He comes up and he hands me these chocolates. <clears throat> it's like four or five chocolates. Even though I'd never met him, I just, I, I took them and I went, I left the dance floor and I went and I found my buddy. He was leaning on the wall and I'm like, Hey, fuck Boise. Some guy just gave me all these chocolates. What do you like? What do you think they are? And he's like, Oh, that's my buddy. I actually sent them out to you. So I was like, Oh, okay. You know, the guy. So I'm a fucking garbage can of a human being. You put sweets in front of me. I'll just, I'll dummy them. So all these chocolates down the hatch. So I go back out to the dance floor and the guy walks up to me and he's like, Hey man, you got any more of those chocolates? I'm like, no, I ate them. He just looks at me. He's like, you ate them all. All. I was like, yeah, he didn't even respond. He just turned and walked that walked away. I didn't see him for the rest of the night. I I was like, "Ah, whatever, fuck, whatever. Like nothing I can't handle. Right. Next thing you know, back to the fucking motel six topic. I'm rolling around on a sidewalk 
in a pile of cigarette butts puking my fucking brains out in front of a Motel 6 right along the 401 in Whitby. The cops roll up and they're like, what is wrong with you? And my buddies were there and they're like, oh, he he's way too drunk, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, just just get him inside. Get him out of here. But yeah, that those those fucking edibles, they'll That's sneak the, up you're, on you in a hurry. You're in and you're done. You're fucking done. It's like, yeah. yeah, when you trip over the 42 cans you drank and you're, you're like, oh, fuck, we're going to have on our hands. Meanwhile, you eat three gummies and it's like, I, I think I'm okay. And then you're just fucking wham. And that's what I don't like about I've got I've got three gingerbreads in the freezer right now that I'm scared to talk, to touch. Like I can't even mm. fucking go near them because they're from me in the trees. And he's like, just eat one and see how you feel. And I'm right. like, that means eat a quarter and <laughs> see what okay. And if you can still see straight enough to get to the rest of you, you'll be fine. But it's like, ah, oh, I just but yeah, the beard thing, that's fine. Everything, but what else you got for questions there? Um fuck, I had no a whole bunch, but you know what? Nobody, and I even threw it out on Twitter. No Sean was the only one that, that sent me a question except. I want to know because this must have been before my time, or I must not have caught on to it. Talk to us about yoga pants. The yoga pant thing, and it's the, it's, it's an I I the one guy that was involved in that. I think he's seen the picture of the wife stirring her fucking lemon tarts on the stove there, and he's wearing yoga pants. But my question: Okay, you're not a <laughs> dumb individual. What percentage of girls wearing yoga pants do you think act as yoga? What what percentage do I think actually do yoga? Yeah. What percentage of yoga pants out there actually see the fucking yoga floor? Six percent. Six percent. Six percent. And you know what? That's on the high side, in uh-huh. my opinion, right there. Yeah, okay? Six percent. You know, yeah. What percent of yoga pants see the grocery store on Sunday morning? 98.7%. Exactly. More than what I actually see the fucking yoga floor. Oh, and God, you know yeah. What? What, day, what day do I volunteer to go to the grocery store? Sunday, Sunday mornings. Morning. Yeah, that's right. I'm there because the yoga pants come out. That's right. My wife is wearing a pair of red yoga pants tonight. That even her middle... Do- the, the, the saw them. Yeah, saw them. Yeah, well, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, those ones. Those ones are on Twitter. And, I, and like she's even like, you're too old for those. And my wife's like... What? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. I like them. I think they're great. They're they're awesome. But yeah, Yo- yoga pants I think are great. I I mean, what what male doesn't love them? What I'm always afraid of is of the all the ladies that wear yoga pants. Greater than fifty percent of them. Oh, when they fucking peel those things off i don't think it's a great sight i mean they work wonders for women guys love them but it's it's um they're they're catfishing us they're catfishing us cat oh i did not know about this catfishing until somebody who showed up at our shop one day was telling me about how he was on tinder and Uh this and that and he got catfish and i'm like what the fuck is catfish and he was telling me how they take this picture from an angle and you can't just quite tell what they Look, yep. fucking McDonald's is falling out of the van. Get in here, big guy. I can't wait to fucking rape you. And they're like, holy shit, get a catfish. And I'm like, catfished. 
that is something I not realized was going to happen in this world. But anyway, but it's not not what you're looking for when you're on Tinder. Like, can you be really that picky about what you're do? Swipe left, swipe wow. right, whatever you're gonna do. You get the odd, you get the odd hit. It's like you're gonna take take one for the team. You're gonna not. You're gonna. What else are you gonna do that night? What else were you gonna do that night? Tinder. Like, oh I love man, young guys, young guys at our shop would come in. Like we got a couple guys that would come in through work first for the summer, and I'd be like, bring up the Tinder, bring that shit up. Let's see what's going on here, and like widen that range. Oh yeah, so because we crank her right up. fucking nowhere. We gotta get Kitchener involved. We've got to get like all this, like, let's get, let's get golf here. Let's, let's open it up, yep. whatever. 150 K let's yep. get all those girls involved here. Let's what's going on here. Let's wait. What, what's going on here. Yep. 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 And you read their bios and it's like, if you go to pick up somebody that has that bio, like, are you really expecting you're like, you know what? I got the fucking ring in my pocket. I can't wait to marry this girl. I found her on a fucking app that I swiped one way with my finger Peter giggle you know it's you know <laughs> i it's been years since i've been on tinder i i i have a better half she lives with me we've been together for 27 years or seven i can't remember which um you have kids I, no no kids holy fuck no. you still try it nope well i mean we practice but Pra- we're not, oh, you're we're, not, not we're not trying yeah right same, but anyways same. i i was on tinder like when tinder first came out as an app and uh just like I'm, i know what fuck it i'm not afraid to say i had a pretty good batting average because i was probably 18 pounds lighter a few less wrinkles under my eyes a little bit more money in the bank because i was living in alberta as a as a cropper Right, so doing You're fuck crop- all all winter. I was gonna say, what were you doing in Al- what were you doing at West? I worked on a on a big grain farm out in Alberta. Yeah, so that's I what I went out there West. for. I I on a, on a, for for the custom cutters at the time. Right. Yes, we we did um, briefly. You were in Alberta or Saskatchewan? Where were you? I was in Alberta. I was around the Okotoks High River area. Okay. Okay. Tell me, tell me this. Was your experience the same as mine? The pickup trucks. Were thousand square feet inside, and their houses were like eight hundred square feet. One hundred percent, yes. Yeah, you're correct. Was that not just fucked up? Yes and no. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everybody had everybody had the thirty six hundred square foot truck and the thousand. There was not in Ontario. Everybody drives the fucking Prius and lives in the fucking mansion. I I just couldn't figure it out. I just I just yeah, it's true, but. We'll get to that, but back to Tinder. Like I was on it when it first came out, and I had a, I was batting almost a thousand on Tinder, but I don't think of of all the um, kills I got off Tinder, I don't think I dated any. Like actually dated any of them. Hey, no, you seen you you visited them. Yeah, I, I you know yeah we used to go yeah I visited them yeah but that's that's about it. Yeah. And it's, but now like you got to pay for this on Tinder and like, and I don't, I don't mean you got to pay for sex, but you only get like five likes per two hours and shit like that. It's a whole new ball game. They figured out how to make money off it. And somebody's, somebody's a genius for it. Somebody, because they, no, I don't like it either, but you know what? Guys, men, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Men are always going to pay for pussy. So I'm not going to lie. 
in one way or another. I've sat with the young guys swiping. The next day I end up at a fucking house. I shouldn't have been there. I pull in. It's full of women. And we're in the same fucking site. And I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Yep. Yep. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to fuck with them. We're going to do this. Anyway, I've been on the girl side of it, too, because I I guess I'm that guy that's always the girlfriend, too. Like, I don't mind. Like, I get along with the girls. I get along with the guys. Well, that's because so he played ring at. Exactly. I could relate to them. So it was great. <laughs> and there was something I learned that time. Oh, fuck. If I if I could. What is like? There's like a micro penis. Did you ever hear about a micro penis? And I, I apologize. Thought, if I thought that was just like a three inch clitoris. No, because he's a nurse. He's, <laughs> these girls were a nurse. I'll, I'm Googling it right now. Hold on. Let me just fucking. There's a name for it. But, oh, is it God, called? Is it? Is it scientific term called Mark's penis? No, no. Well, no, I, I, it should be. But it's a <laughs> uh, penile length is 2.5 standard deviation. Whatever that, that means. But anyway, yeah, there's like a micro penis is a is this what these girls these nurses were learning it so a it's problem. a thing it's a thing a micro penis and you're going to be like there's going to be some of your listeners i'm sure that have this problem and uh and and i we need to ask these guys on tinder if they have this if they because you don't want to be fornicating with someone no. with a micro penis issue because you're going to have children you want them to be well endowed and they're like we've 100%. never thought about this situation and they're like girls come on like let's look let's into this i i did not realize um micro penis was a growing concern probably you know it's probably because of the gmos right obviously definitely a lot of that stuff and uh what was that what was the stuff in the bottles like give women tit um wasn't there something like that it was like bp bp free bp free remember that in the baby bottles, like you don't have any babies, but anyway, there was no there that was given, like, yeah, it was BP free. I think it was what it was. Yeah, you got to watch that stuff. Yeah, so okay, you don't have any yeah. kids, you don't have any kids, you're 38 years old, and you hang out at the arena. Yeah, so you do coach some teams. Like, what do you do there? I uh, I coach a junior team here, the local junior C team, the Oxbridge okay. Bruins. So I, I listened to your podcast the other day and it said you hung out with Don Cherry. What did you, was your highest, what did you play? What was your highest hockey? I tapped out at, at junior C. Um, junior I C. played, I played a little bit of, of junior A. And when I say junior A, like tier two junior, A. I never played in the O. Okay. Um, I played a little bit of junior A, uh, nothing, nothing to even really Is this discuss. When you got the bad wrist idea. Like the, you're jerking off too much? Wait, jerking off way too much. Yeah. So yeah, I did sit and, and watch 20 minutes of hockey with Don Cherry one time. Yeah. Right. And that's a good deal though. Like, so that's, so what age is that group? Like, what is that? Like, so they're, they're anywhere from 16 to, uh, you can turn 22 during the season. Yeah. yeah. So that's the 16 to whatever, 16 to 18. That's those kids that are getting drafted. Getting yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 22 and you're still in junior A. You're. Yeah, you're just like you're just playing hockey and at night, and you're you know you're working for Acon or. I don't. I hope I'm not hitting like. Yeah, I hope I'm not hurting you right now. Like, like. No, not at all. Okay, no, it's just. No, 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 not my dreams were killed long ago, bud. When I moved home from Alberta, my dreams were fucking squashed. Which. That is what it is. It was my decision. So So every morning you look at a set of tits and you're like, "Thank you." 
Thank you. You know what? Luck, you. Lucky for me, I don't actually do very much milking. I mix feed. I bed barns up. I swing cows in and out and feed calves. Very, it's a cold day in hell when I actually literally have to pull tits. How do I know you run a tie stall barn when you say swing cows? Swing cows or tie stall barn stuff. Yep. And that's what I yep. used to do. That's yeah. tie stall right. shit, right? That's tie yeah. stall shit. And you know what? You think they're great cows. They love you. They see you coming. They want to hug you. I I don't know. I don't on the wall. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't get that feeling, but whatever. That's catfish yeah. right there. You get catfish. You get catfished every day. You just don't know it. No, but yeah, exactly. I know. I can see it coming a mile away. <laughs> Fuck. So well, listen. I'm gonna cut this off. Um, we didn't. You know what? We didn't get anywhere near where I thought we were gonna go, but that's okay. I think this is still very relatable content. I think. Okay. Um, where I was, think. Where should we went? Where should we? I don't know, but I am going to say this. I think uh, I think we will have you back on someday. Um, I'd actually like to talk to your son, too, because that mullet. Let's you know what? Fuck it. Let's discuss your kid's mullet just briefly. And and I've brought I've brought this up to you. Like, do you know what you're grooming there? Like what? He's he's like, that's he's probably going to end up drinking Carling. Just likely. So you, oh, like, uh, like so I, you're aware. Gonna, I'll have to go pick up my truck from the impound someday. He's either gonna he's that's... either gonna be a welder or he's gonna work in a fucking tire shop too. I yeah, think. I, I mean, I don't want to rip on your kid, but that's just what I'm seeing. No, I'm I'm seeing him, and uh, I'm trying to groom him the way like where he needs to be. Like I'm trying to push him. Like, and I'm like, he's 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 quiet. He doesn't say much. That's what I mean. He's a hard worker. He's a tire guy. Yeah, I'm a tire guy sure. that says much. No, they're always fucking grunting and groaning and fucking doing the stuff. So he's going to be the tire guy. He's going to be sitting. What did you call it? The porch. It was porch. It was a, uh, how did you describe like front porch is not really a front porch. What the hell was that? What did you call that? A stoop. A stoop. A fucking stoop. (laughs) You know what a stoop is? He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be sitting on his stoop in front of his fucking double wide with his dog named Jax or whatever the fuck it's going to be. And he's just going to be quiet and he's going to be playing uh junior c or no yeah and and doing podcasts like uh some guys do and uh, that's what he's gonna be up to with a good haircut and so he was gonna he takes a bit of a they call him uh eldina the coach calls him eldina because he's got the long hair and and we tease him in the room about having to get it put up in a ponytail with the, with some as long as he's not going man bun just don't let no, him no man. But yeah. So, and we tease him about that. So he was thinking before the hockey pictures, which we're going to get back soon. And I will send you one uh, that, you know, he was going to get a cut. And I'm like, you can't, you can't cut that. Like you, you have the hair, you have the hair that needs to be this. So he kind of thought about it because he was getting kind of nervous about the flack he was taking off of this nice hair. And so he backed away. Anyway, he's the daughter he still loves it. He's got the stair steps running. And uh, yeah, so he's just loving that. He's just loving that hair. And he, he every morning he gets up and he combs it, pushes it. In the oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. Just like, yeah. yeah, what a guy. Like, he needs to. He needs to just get really ballsy someday and like, like blow dry it out. Like let it. Oh, he does. No, he, he's done that too. Like he's just yeah. He just oh. So we were trying to get him to have a shower tonight. We were out working on the ice rink tonight, so like I'll shower in the morning and go from there. So he'll probably blow dry it tomorrow. That's a, that's his deal. Oh. So, good for him. Good for he's, him. He's quite a kid. No, he's 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 too good a kid. He's not my kid. I don't know. He can't be my kid. Like he's just quiet as his thing. He's and, the propane uh, man's kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, likely the he should be the pro fucking propane guy. But yeah. (laughs) Unreal. Unreal. Thanks thanks for having me on. Well, no, it's um like I say, I you're. Think, did we cover anything important? Did we cover like, or did we no. ramble on for half about nothing? No. And you've you've heard me say this is a good podcast for people to shut their brains off and listen to some mindless banter. And I think we covered the mindless banter quite well. But fuck, we were all over the map. I mean, we went from ringette to Tinder to tire shops to mullets to bush beer. Like we, you know, we cut. Co- we fucking put some miles on tonight. Uh. Yeah, but listen, thanks for coming on. You're a man of the people. You're a big swinging dick on Twitter. A lot of people, I was actually disgusted by how many people are like, oh, you should get Mark McLean on. I'm like, the guy isn't. And then I started, and I was like, all right, fuck, let's do it. Because I well, got to give the people what they like, want. I, I, I was like, you gave me like, what? Did you give me like 10 hours fucking notice? And yeah. I, yeah, and I'm like, I gotta put the kids to bed, and the wife's gonna fucking beat me, and I don't know what I got like lots of life going on here. But and you're like, yeah, just just do this. We'll just fucking click a button. It's fine. But, well, so I hope you got the content you were looking for. But. Absolutely. Well, once again, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, Coxie. So there you go, folks. Mister Mark McLean at MD McLean one on Twitter. Now listen, Mark and I have actually never met, other than a few Twitter jabs here and there. That is the absolute first time we had ever spoken to one another. Um, I'll call it in person because by today's standards with all the stupid fucking COVID shit going on, that is as in person as you're going to get is a Zoom call meeting. And, uh, you know, it's nice to find, and I, I, I hate to pump Mark's tires like this, it's nice to find guys that you've never met before that you can just sit down and carry on like that with. Am I right? You know, it's, um, people are so judgy these days. People are so uptight. People are so fucking cancel this, cancel that. You got to be afraid, uh, of what you say to people. You don't want to offend people. You don't want to use the wrong words or the wrong terms. Um, it's nice to find somebody to just sit down, shoot the shit with, and not have to worry about a goddamn thing, right? Not, you know, he wasn't offending me. I wasn't offending him. We laughed. We giggled. We had a good time. So once again, thanks to Mark for that, and to the listeners out there. I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed enjoyed that band. We didn't hit on any topics, but we certainly did cover some ground. It was a lot of fun doing it, for sure. Um, if you'd like to hear more of Mark, let me know, and we'll try and get him on the podcast a little bit more often, and maybe uh, maybe stick to try and stick to a few topics, and get his uh, get his take on some stuff, much like Uncle Hack as well. So. So listen, that's about uh, that. About uh, gonna wrap up the podcast for this week. I like. I always say, I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to any new listeners out there. Um, if this was the only episode you listened to, I urge you go back and listen. Just go back and listen from the start. You're gonna enjoy it. I promise you that. And uh, keep listening. Uh, have a merry Christmas. No fucking happy holidays. Merry goddamn Christmas from the Cox Talks podcast. We'll be back just after New Year's by the looks of the schedule. I'll try and have it out on time. Everybody seems to like that Monday morning, first thing in the morning, get the fucking drive to work, get the old Cox Talks podcast to pump up the energy there, pump up session five with Cox Talks. So yeah, thanks for listening. Don't forget um, like, review subscribe do all that shit for me on whatever platform you may listen to the podcast on have a merry christmas people smile be nice to one another 
it's a fucking it's tough times out there, right? And one and I'm not gonna get into it, but a lot of things that something that a lot of people don't discuss through all this COVID bullshit is mental health. So you never know what someone's going through. All right, be nice to people out there. It's fucking Christmas for Christ's sakes. Have a drink, be merry, be safe. Thanks for listening to the Cox Talks podcast. Don't forget, tell your fucking friends. Soundstripe.